It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Villa View, taken over today by For the Love of Pomegranate podcast, as always, for a team sheet tantrum. And this is going to be an interesting one, I think, as we hear about the uh, the teams for um, for Aston Villa versus Liverpool. Um, it's a really interesting one because last time Aston Villa beat Liverpool was under lights at Villa Park, and we're hoping that we can have the exact same outcome tonight. We're maybe hopeful more than expectant, and it'll be nice to see what the team is to see if it does reflect what our hope is over our expectation. As always, the te- the team sheet tantrum in association with the Villa View is brought to you also by uh, Boohoo Man. You can see down there in the bottom right hand corner an extra ten percent off all Boohoo Man menswear with the code Villa View. It does exclude some lines, but uh, you know, get on using it. You know, it's there. It's ten percent off. It's free money. You know, free money. Who doesn't like free money? So use that ten percent off code on Boohoo Man if that is your shopping place of persuasion. I am not on my own tonight. Thank you very much. And also, I do apologize. The audio may not be as not may not be as good as it normally is because uh, I'm just using. I'm actually I'm on location, as they say. I'm on a family a family holiday, and uh, I just have my headphones with me. But I do have the wonderful Patty is with us as well today. I'm just going to try and bring him in here. See if I can get him in there. There is Patty Kelly. And um, he should be able to join us there any moment. And then we will get cracking trying to break down the two um or the two teams should when they're announced. But Paddy, how's things with you? Oh good, Neil and yourself. Yeah, great. Camp. I'm down in the sunny southeast of Ireland today in a place called Dungarvan. And I must say it's the most beautiful, beautiful town. I've never been here before, but uh small bit of rain now, but um it's been beautiful and sunny all day, so I can't complain. Really can't complain, Paddy. For once I'm jet setting as opposed to you. Uh, except I don't have any match to go to. That's the only thing. Forever the professional, Neil. You never let a podcast sleep anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm sitting on a very uncomfortable situation here. So 
it could be one for the for the for the um, blooper reel because I could fall off when I'm sitting on here at the moment, and that would be hilarious if it does happen. Don't slag me too much. But Paddy, we've got a tough one tonight. We've got Liverpool. Um, obviously it's at home, and you know the game. As we said in the in in our own pre-match show, the reason the game isn't played on paper is because anything can happen on grass. You know, so the games have to be played. Uh, I didn't see Liverpool drawing against Spurs. Uh, much now the Spurs are rejuvenated under under Conte. You know, Liverpool just look, look like a real juggernaut at the moment. But is it fair to say, Paddy, that, you know, maybe we should have a small bit more of a smidgen of hope, given the fact that, you know, Liverpool didn't really cover themselves in glory in the second leg against Villarreal. I know they came out, um, came out victorious in that one. And also against Spurs, they did show a small bit of a, a sign of maybe a small bit of tiredness and they couldn't really break Spurs down with the amount of games that Liverpool have coming up and, the, and that that sort of Damocles that's hanging over them with regards to the four in a row, the quadruple, which um, is very difficult to do if, it, if it's ever been done before by an English team. Um, you know, is that something that might weigh heavy on the mind or do you expect an, an ultra-professional performance from Liverpool tonight and, uh, and Villa are going to have to be really on their toes? Well, let's see. Liverpool, Liverpool are running a marathon, as we, as we know. They've played every yeah. game this season, apart from the Charity Shield, or the Community Shield, as it's known now. Um, so they're in a marathon. When you run a marathon, you're going to get blips. You're going to get miles where you where you struggle a little bit. So I'm kind of hoping more than expecting that that blip to continue tonight because it's going to be a tough one for us without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it's look. It's it's one of those ones that you know. I, I often say that I'm sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns, and everything is great. But it's it's one of those ones that I I just. I can't see a way that we're going to be anyway dominant in this game. And it would really be a smash and grab if we were to get something from this. Now, there is a pathway to a draw. I think there's always a pathway to a draw in any of these games. And, and like I remember before the Man United game when Courtney House came up and probably scored his last goal for the club or for the foreseeable future anyway. You know, I don't think I gave them a, a, an ass's roar on that either. So, you know, it's just, I suppose, sometimes you can be pessimistic against these clubs that you never beat. Klopp has played Liverpool, I think it's seven times, beaten us six times. The only time he lost was 7-2, and it's one that we will never forget. But um, I, I think an awful lot, like it's one of these games that when you're expecting that Liverpool are going to win, it's very much dependent on what team Villa, Villa put out. And do Liverpool rest people? Because, you know, are they going to play the same front three? Is Diego Jota going to start from the start? Is, is, uh, are they maybe going to bring in a midfield? Uh, like, are, are they going to change around the midfield? Are they going to maybe play Kiev? Mm-hmm. Keita, maybe Milner gets a run out in midfield. I don't know, is Oxlade-Chamberlain injured still? But I don't think he is. But he always seems to start against Aston Villa. Is this something that you think Klopp is going to do? Um, I, I don't think he'll mix it up too much. I think I think at this stage, they're all in. I, th- I think he'll keep plugging away. If, if guys pick up injuries, he'll replace them. But I think he'll put out his best 11. Um, I, I don't think he can afford not to. The league is there to be won. Every competition is there to be won for them, so they, they've just got to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. It would be interesting. Um, I've I've never doubted anything AVFC staff has said before, and I'm not going to start now. So that would be really interesting because I think the drop off the drop off from Andy Robertson in an attacking an attacking point of view um, to Simicus is is has to be in our favor. Simicus is still oh, good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's it has to be in our favor. Like. Mm. Um, well, well, we'll find out in four minutes' time what, what they're going to do and what we're going to do. And I think, I think it'll more come down to what we do. Um, if, if we can keep the, the defense tight, and then give a free reign above the back six, let's say, 
and and then let's see what we can we can. I, I don't I don't envisage a, a, a smash and grab. I think it will be end to end, but it'll all depend on how we defend. But if if there is no Mo Salah tonight, I think I'll be very happy. And Karma Baby, I think this is put in before. Uh, well, it hasn't been confirmed that Salah is out tonight, but still we will work on the basis that he is. But I think you're dead right that Dina is key tonight. If he's not in his game, it does drag Mings out of position. It really does. And I think nothing says that more than the Spurs game when Dina played. Mings, the gap between Mings and Kanza was massive. And that's why Kanza had to follow Kane. And that's why Kane had, had an acre just based in front of him. There was such a big knock-on effect from Number one, Douglas Luiz not having any positional control. And second of all, Dina going too far forward. It really stretched our back two, our back four became a back two so, so simply. And we can't have that happen again. We really can't because, like, Sadio Mane, I still get chills down, down my spine when I think of that hat-trick he scored for, for Southampton. Never mind how good he's gone on to come and play for Liverpool. And I know there's... there's there's, there's, there's kind of a murmurings in around Liverpool as well at the moment. And, and I know they're, they're, way, they're way too professional, they're way above this, but there's talks that Sadio Mane wants to leave and go to Barcelona next year. There's talks that Mo Salah may not sign his contract. Things like that, you know, they're, they're two big names yeah. and are coming into, are coming into an off-season whereby we had the seismic, massive, groundbreaking, world-destroying news today that Philippe Coutinho has signed for Aston Villa. No, I mean, Eric Erling Haaland has signed for Man City and Liverpool are going to want to keep tabs on stuff like that because... If you're losing one or two players out of this team, like the sum of their parts, even though they're all good players, the sum of this, this Liverpool's team's parts is better than any Erling Haaland or anybody that Man City can bring into that team because it's uh, uh, th- th- this team works works so well and Liverpool are going to have a job to, to replace those guys if they do leave. But um, as I say, that's a, that's a conversation for another day and I, I don't think that's going to have really any effect on them tonight. But it's worth noting, you know, that they do have some players that are... Uh, that have have kind of discussions with the club going on outside of uh, uh, outside of what they do in the field. Um, Paddy, you've had time to sleep on it. Uh, we did our, our preview show last night, but you've had time to sleep on it. Do you still think that it's going to be Chambers in the defensive midfielder position and Kanza is going to hold his position at centre half? Um, I, I I think that's the way it'll be. Yeah. Um, the the only curveball in there could be that Nakamba comes in for for Chambers. Uh, if he if he trusts him to do sixty or seventy minutes of that, we don't know. So, um, is that why Chambers Chambers was uh, entrusted with that at the weekend? We'll find out very quickly. Um, two two Ronald Mohart says tonight he's getting in his prediction early. Little Phil and Emmy, uh, in for Emmy is it? Little Phil for Emmy and the rest of the same. He thinks for the for for the lineup. But yeah, I, I I think potentially that's that that's probably the way it will go and and, and the way that it will look, but. I just don't know. I don't know. I uh, the more I think about it, I flip flop between whether they'll play two tens. Um, I think it's going to be immaterial. I think Chambers is going to be in there. I'm what I saw of Chambers at the weekend. He did fine. You know, we were playing against, uh, and the team is out. They're bang on seven o'clock. Um, and yes, we do have uh, some news to talk about. So the team is out. I'm going to give it a moment before it sort of loads up in the system here, and we will show it. But we have Emmy Martinez and goals. Matty Cash, Ezri Kanza, Mings, and Dina. We have McGinn, Nakamba is back in the lineup. And we have Douglas Louise with Coutinho, Ings, and Watkins. So yeah. only changes really are Nakamba back <clears> in. And I can see why that's happened. I think that uh, Chambers was very handsy. He was very, um, very physical against Burnley. And I think maybe that's why he was in there. 
um, overly physical. And I think that if he was that physical against Liverpool, we would be in trouble. I think we might see yellow cards and we might see free kicks in dangerous areas. Um, I can see, like, Coutinho was always playing against Liverpool. I wouldn't be surprised if it was written into his contract uh, <laughs> that he had to play against yeah. Liverpool. But... Um, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think if you, if memory serves me correct, I got an awful lot of stick last night for suggesting the Campbell would start tonight. And I also, I also uh, anticipated that we would have Danny Ings to do that work and and play two up top. So I think I got the team mm. really spot on. I think you did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you did too. Our subs are Olsen, Chambers, Christine, Christine, Christine. We're going to call him Young Ben, okay, right? We're getting into Young Tim and Young Ben until somebody gives me the right pronunciation. Um, so we've got Chambers, Young Ben, Ashley Young, Young Tim, Sansan, Carney, Buendia and Treore on the bench. Um, so that is, look, I suppose it's as, it's as good as we can be. I, I don't, off the top of my mind, there isn't anybody mind-blowingly, um, you know, not on that team or missing from that team, should I say, um, or from even from the substitutes. But uh, it's going to be real backs to the wall, I think, looking at that team. Uh, Nakamba's going to have his work cut out for him. I'd say if we only see him for sixty minutes, that's that's all we'll see him for. Yeah, but I think um, so. yeah, I I think I think it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, team sheet is announced. <laughs> I don't know how that team sheet showed up there. <laughs> I didn't press anything. There's a ghost. There's a ghost in the system. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But uh, I'm delighted it did show up there, believe me, because I was I was pressing buttons in the dark trying to see what's happening there. Um, so with Liverpool, Liverpool team, we've Alisson, we've Matip, Virgil van Dijk, Sirikas, um, Alexander-Arnold, Fabinho, Naby Keita, as I thought he would be in there, and uh, Curtis Jones, I completely forgot about him. Yeah, so they've completely changed up their midfield, which I thought they would do. Mm. Mane, mm. Diego Jata, and Luis D- Louis Diaz up top. So just like I thought, They've rotated their front three. They've rotated their middle three. They've brought in um, a left back and and look, there as I say, the sum of their parts. Uh, it was probably you know probably a silly statement to make because when you make those changes, like arguably, arguably all the the midfield changes they've made there would get in our team. Definitely all the forward changes would get in our team, and arguably Simicus would start at left back for us. Of course, so like yeah. it just shows the firepower that they have at their disposal, which is. Uh, which is scary, scary, scary stuff. But um, AVFC Stato, exactly few is right. Your your um, your sources were correct. No Andy <laughs> Robertson and no Salah there. So we'll uh, uh, fair play to you and Jews on that one yeah. for sure. The, wor- the um, worrying thing is they do have a very strong bench that will be very much emptied on us if, if needed. So if, if yeah. it is a case that they're giving the likes of Salah a rest, he'll be in there. Um, come. Sixty minutes, I'm sure. I read, I read a stat somewhere that over. I I should really start writing these down, or at least start retweeting them when I read them. That over Klopp's, No, I'm not even going to say because I don't even know the wording of it. It was something to do with his substitutions, specifically when he brings these huge players off the bench. If he brings them on before a certain, essentially what it was, the, the essence of it was, they need a runway to get into the game that they don't make an immediate massive impact when they come on. So he needs to bring them on at like 55 minutes. Or um, if he brings them on after 55 minutes, they don't they don't affect the game as much. It was some crazy statistic because I was going, he needs to make a decision within 10 minutes of halftime or maybe 15 minutes of halftime. But it was it was it was it was mad. Um it was mad. Uh here's one here's a question we don't see that often and definitely one for our Irish fans. But any tips for doing the leaving cert? 
I'll tell you what tip I got was keep a clear head and a dry pair of underpants and you'll probably be fine. That's what I was told when I was going into my leaving cert. So uh, that'll probably get you through it. But the leaving cert for anybody who's out there is, I don't even know what it's called in the UK. The um, A-levels. A-levels. A-levels, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, whatever mm. the last, whatever you need to do to get into college is essentially what the leaving cert is. <laughs> Anyway, back on to back on to matters matters before us again today. Um, talk to me, Paddy. Talk to me about um, talk to me about that midfield access now. Access, should I say? Um, are you uh, are you more confident that now that the Nakamba is going to be there and that he's going to be anchoring down at the at the base? Because if we remember rightly, uh, and we said about it beforehand, he was having a storm of a game before he got injured uh, against Liverpool. And when he got injured against Liverpool, we didn't see him again for a while. So yeah. Um, what you make of that one? And and even even the Man City game prior to that, he he was one of the best players on the park that night um, when Jack made his return. I, I'm delighted to see him back. Um, you know he's 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 proved under Gerard that he he's worth he's worth his weight in gold. So um, we hope that we can get the same reaction out of him as we had when 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 Gerard came in in the first place. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he lasts the ninety minutes. I think he's been held back and waiting for tonight, as I suggested last night. And there he is. So he's ready to take on the world, and literally he's going to have his work cut out tonight. So, um, whatever amount of time he spends on the pitch, it, it's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of work. But it does give that little bit of space to McGinn and Luis, and that's what I'm more looking forward to because we know exactly the job that Nakamba is going to do. But it's whether we let Louise and McGinn off the leash will determine whether we get anything out of this game. Yeah, uh, just got a pop up comment here as well, and I and, and I agree with a lot of parts of it as well. You know, I agree agree with, with a lot of this, and and, and it's from Carl here. I don't care it may have, that it may have been preordained. Why should Coutinho get five games to do nothing and Emmy get one where he's top drawer? Absolutely ridiculous and sends the wrong message to 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 the wrong message to the team. Um. Yeah, I, I I can't disagree. I can't disagree with Coutinho over over Brendia thing. I suppose one thing where I always come down on, and I'm um, I'm very consistent in this is that the intangible of sending the wrong message to the team. I'm I, I'm yet to see proof in that. Um, from the point of view of these guys are they, like, I mean, Brendia could have been told three games out or two games out. Like, it's a, it's just a different dichotomy than than it would have even been five years ago about uh, how players react to being to not starting and um, maybe there could be like even reacting to sports science information and stuff like that. But I completely agree where you're coming from. And Buendia had an absolute sparkler at the weekend. Um, I suppose the, the, the thing here is that just like Liverpool have Salah to come on and all those guys to come on, we have an Emmy Buendia coming on after a goal and assist against Burnley at the weekend. So hopefully we get the same bounce that they're expecting to get from Salah and things like that. But um, it's uh, yeah. I, I just like there was no way in the world that Coutinho wasn't starting this game. Uh, I think in my mind, and, and uh, but I, I I don't disagree with you. That if if Brindia had 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 started, I would have been equally as happy because I think we're we're blessed to have two very good number tens that can affect the game. Brindia is doing it more at the moment, and I suppose for you know you can either mm-hmm. think about it you're only as good as your last game or. You go on form as temporary, class as permanent. You know, there's two, there's two massive. It depends uh, on what side you come down on. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's it's no surprise that we've been fed the information that Coutinho is is gonna 
is going to stay and, and the information is stay, yeah. the minute the yeah. minute some negativity and questions start being answered so um i didn't hear anyone ask the question since yesterday but uh everybody i think is in the court of uh yes we're going to be keeping coutinho at this stage and we're probably going to get him for a bargain price even though he's going to be paid top class wages so if we're keeping them we play him there's one strange thing though paddy just just when you're on that it's really strange that Barcelona, it, like there was something mentioned by, um, was it Gerardo Romero, I think his name was, that Barcelona were going to keep 50% of his rights, his players' rights. And as far as I'm aware, ain't that illegal? Isn't that illegal in some way that if you make a full transfer to keep 50%? Now, I, maybe it could have been lost in translation that there's a 50% sell-on clause if we do go and sell him in the future or something like that. But for me, isn't that what Tevez and Mascherano got in hot water with, with it at, uh, at West Ham? And I, I, I think they made no differentiation then between mm. um, whether it was a private entity like Kier's Rapshin who had their, their rights and or whether it was a club. I, I could be wrong on that. I haven't looked it up since I thought about it today and since I asked the question. But if anybody out there knows anything to do with sporting law or has a contact in the court of arbitration of sport or anything like that that could shed some light on what my queries are I'd be delighted to talk to them I, I, <laughs> I didn't pay too much heed to it because I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't wrap my head around it because you know we're either buying them or not yes. you know? Omar that's true it could be image rights as well and that would make more sense because I wouldn't imagine like if we're signing him to let's just say a three or four year deal and he's 34 I wouldn't imagine Barcelona are banking on getting half of six or seven million that we might send him to the MLS for so, when he's like 33 or 34. So, so that, maybe the image rights. Does that mean anything. anything that's reproduced with his picture or name on it? Did, would they have to get half of it? Does every jersey mm. we sell all around the world they get half of it? I, I have no idea. It just doesn't make I'd sense. I'd probably me. say any maybe any deals he does with like Nike or Adidas. I don't know. Once again, it's an it's an intriguing situation. Mm. Intriguing situation. And again, it may be um, lost in translation as well. So we'll just have to wait and see. We don't normally get yeah. the nooks and crannies of deals like that. So. I'd be surprised if it was leaked already, considering there's been no announcement. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Dara, Dara, you're dead right. Uh, we're going to take a sweepstakes. No, we're not going to take a sweepstakes, but what minute do you think Liverpool are going to get their penalty? Um, actually, we I never looked up this statistic either, and I asked it in, in the pre-match last night, but I think it's been ages since Liverpool have got a penalty, and someone will pick me up on that. I meant to look back, look back through it, but um, I think it's been a while since they've gotten a penalty. Uh, so... Yeah, maybe tonight could be their night. It usually is, and and, and that's what beat us in, uh, in in Anfield. And and while they did run us ragged, we had a resolute defensive performance. And uh, you know, we'd be hoping for one of those today, and to frustrate Liverpool because um, you know, maybe we get an early goal, maybe maybe that settles us. But we are a better team when we do get an early goal. Uh, I think you know, first ten minutes are going to be absolutely vital for Aston Villa. That old cliche: keep it tight for the first ten minutes and just see where it goes. Mm. In Villa Park, under the lights. Massive crowd is going to be there. That crowd, the crowd are going to be raucous. They always are under lights at night time. It's just a different feel when you go to a match under lights at night time. And uh, you never know. That might be the defining factor, uh, having all those, those fans growing on the team. Uh, Paddy, talk to me about... Uh, talk to me about, um, about our two fullbacks. Do you think this... Uh, like obviously we know what, what Liverpool's fullbacks can do when you've got Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold in there. Do you think it's it's more important for our fullbacks to be more disciplined today, or do you think it's going to be more important for our two centre halves to be disciplined? Reason I say that is because we're seeing Trent 
become more and more of that attacking force again in the last maybe 10 weeks. Yeah. Start of the season, he was he, he was he was attacking, but he was crossing from deeper. But we're seeing him go uh, go uh, a small bit um, a small bit further forward now. Um, who do you think needs to be a bit more disciplined today? Our fullbacks or centre halves? Well, I think, I think the four of them have to be disciplined. You know, we, we discussed this on our preview show. The Watford on the second of April. So that's not that long. Second of April. Yeah, it's not that long. Unless, ago. unless that's American speak for the the, the fourth of February, is it? <laughs> Could be American speak. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. I've lost my trail of thought there. Oh yeah, the fullbacks. The fullbacks. Like we we spoke last night about our performance against Leicester and how disciplined those two fullbacks were against Leicester. There was no gung ho from Ashley Young or Maddie Cash in that game. So ultimately kept the game very tight. I think that's very important today. So if they stay at home, let the guys in front of them do the attacking and just do that something a little bit different. We, we might sneak something. I'm not hopeful. I'm no means hopeful, but I am hopeful for a good performance tonight. And I think that's the most important thing we can look for at this stage. Mm, absolutely. I think so. I think so. Lads, we're getting to the time in the... <clears throat> I'm just oiling up the book of cards here. I'm getting to the time where I try and put on my... Um, my um, auctioneer's accent, and I start to try and go through the through everybody's results. Um, if you want to start popping in what you think the results is going to be tonight, what the score is going to be, I'll try and read out as many of them as I possibly can. But um, yeah, I think I agree with you with regards to the defence. Uh, it's it, it's going to be a tough a, a tough road, and I think this, I think we're going to miss. Um, I think we're going to miss Jacob Ramsey there. Jacob Ramsey brings that small bit more physicality in midfield. I know I, I spoke about um, about Chambers' physicality, and I know that, that I was I was a small bit maybe uncomplimentary about it. But uh, I think that it, it's going to be very important to to kind of get in around that midfield. Look, Naby Keita isn't exactly a massive powerhouse in there. He does a huge job in there, um, and they have. Uh, they have they've changed their strike force, but I think if we're gonna if we're gonna do anything, we're gonna to need to own midfield. And I'm not just not sure we can do that with midfield trade that we have out there. But look, I could be proven wrong. And um, maybe we see Ali Watkins drop deep, maybe we see Dan, Danny Ings drop deep, maybe we see Bundia, or maybe we see Coutinho play out in the left, McGinn out in the right. I, I just I've no idea what way it's gonna go um with regards to the setup today. And as I say, I'm really gonna sit in the fence and I'm gonna say that it's gonna be Liverpool. I think it's going to be three one Liverpool. Just going to be. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not quite as pessimistic. I, I'm going two one Liverpool. Um, with um, with the obligatory penalty, which will probably decide the game. But uh, whether it be deserved or not, they're definitely getting the penalty tonight. <laughs> uh, Nicholas, you're asking where am I cycling? I'm. I'm actually on one of those Swiss ball things, but it's half deflated. And uh, that, no, it's not anything to do with my ever-increasing weight, but it is, uh, that's why I'm rocking back and forth, and that's why I'm trying to keep my balance every so often. So, so yeah, epitome of professionalism here. That's what I am, epitome of professionalism. Um, right, lads, let's get through this. I'm going to try and get through as many of them as I can, and, and we'll finish up there. Uh, so, we have Kahua Gaming goes 1-1, Batty Bliss goes 2-1, Aston Villa with Marvellous to get all three goals. AVSC <laughs> status says 3-2 to Villa, and O'Grady is going with 3-2, I presume to Villa, because uh, I don't, I yeah, I presume it's Villa, because you wouldn't be able to show your face with 3-2 to Liverpool. Uh, David Miller is going with 7-3, I presume that's to Villa as well. 3-1, Liverpool says Richard Laws, that man after my own heart. Sean Green says 3-3 with a hat-trick. 
John Purcell says 3-1 Liverpool. KK says nil all. RA Venture 26 says 2-2. Two, two. John Green says 2-2. Two, two. Eric C says 7-3. Daniel Sodal says 3-1 uh, Liverpool with controversial penalty. Jack says 2-2. Two, two. Sharksbury says 10-2 to the Villa. Ashley Young to come on and score a happy. Uh, protagonist man uh, says 2-1 Liverpool. Rob Henry says 8-3. We've progressed under Gerard. <laughs> Jason 198 says 2-1 to Villa. Danny H says 2-2 two, two with a late manny equaliser. McGinn to slap a deflected effort in from outside the box. I like the specificity. Daniel Gallagher says 2-1 to Liverpool, unfortunately. Uh, D-E-A-M-H-O. Uh, this guy says Liverpool 10, Aston Villa nil. You could be right. I'll put a pound on it for you. And uh, all money goes to Villa Foundation. Dan, uh, Dan says 2-1 Liverpool. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Cameron Baby says 2-1 Villa. Let's go. Mighty Villain says 2-2 two, two to Watkins. And I'm sure we've got, we've got some more here as well. So that was Mighty Villain. We have one, two, uh, three, four, Five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, uh, nine, ten, twenty nil to Villa. Wait until you see this one, lads. Um, right, so we've got PRF Clark says two one to Villa, including their penalty that Salah will blast over. Simon Watton says two two. Michael Gillespie says three one Villa. President President Franks, what a brilliant name. Says one one. Finnan says six nil to Liverpool. Uh, no Salah, so 7-0 says the big match you won 8-2. Uh, Sai Seville says 3-1 to them. Hope I'm completely wrong. As for continue, I thought it was 50% sell-on clause. And O'Grady says, yeah, Villa 3. I'm manifesting as we speak. Ryan Martin says 3-1 to Villa. Ings hat-trick. Aidan Coffey says 20-0 to Villa. I want a big point of absent like Aidan has had there because mm-hmm. I love that optimism. Dimmer Burns says continue to get the equaliser one all. The pragmatism from Longford as always. I love it. One all I take today as well. Christopher Hammond says 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Darla J Games 24-7 says 3-1 to, to Liverpool. Chris Hardy says lose 2-1. Aidan Coffey says has come back. He sobered up again. 1-0 the <laughs> And Gary, Gary Edmund says 2-0 to Villa. Oh, we've got a couple of more. Clinical official says 3-3 and Morgan McComb says 2-1 Villa up the Villa. Audrey Lynch, 1-0 Villa. And Audrey, you are the last score that we are going to go with because if it is 1-0 Villa today, it will be an absolutely fantastic result. Know, be very um, and if it's 1-0 Villa, yeah. 1-0 Villa today, what, what better way for it to come again? Only from the man who's making his 100th Premier League appearance tonight, Douglas Louise. And and he's playing in an eighth position. Yes. He's playing in the eighth position. He's due a goal, well. isn't he? Um, he's definitely due a goal at this stage. He is due a goal. Yeah. Look, as, as I say, oh, I had him. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can do something. I can do something cool. Hold your horses. Watch this. Now, he's due a goal. There's Douglas Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. But, uh, yeah, before I break it, I better take that off the screen. <laughs> But yeah, imagine, yeah, Douglas Lewis, he is due a goal. He's playing in the eighth position. He played a bit better against Burnley. His best games have come in the eighth position at the start of the season, namely against Man City and Liverpool. And I think he played there against Leicester as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do tonight. And um, I didn't call somebody out. I do apologise. D to the B to the H says 2-0 Liverpool. Um, so there we go. Um Right, lads, I think we're going to leave it at that. It's 20 past seven. I'm going to hightail it down to a public house to try and watch this game uh, to, to see what way it goes. But um, thanks so much, as always, everybody, for watching. Thanks a million for anybody who's going to watch this or listen to this later on. 
And thanks a million to the guys at the Villa View for having us. And also thanks a million to Boo, excuse me, Boohoo Man, who do sponsor this podcast. And as you can see on the right-hand side, Boohoo Man, that's the right-hand side. So over here, I hate the mirror effect and, and, and the camera. Um, you do get an extra 10% off all the Hoo Man menswear with the code BILLAVIEW. So get using it. Use it early and use it often, as they say. So um, thanks a million, Paddy, for popping on. And thanks a million to all of you for your comments. It's really fun to, to see all the comments and go down through all the scores and see the optimism and the pessimism and the opposing fans. And look, that's what it's all about. Look, we don't know what way it's going to go. Nobody predicted a 7-2 previous to when we did it. And nobody would have predicted. I wouldn't have even predicted. We would have only last one nil at the start of the season, the way we were going. So uh, it's it's uh, anyone's game. And all will be told in the next 39 minutes um, before kickoff. So... Thanks again, everybody, for watching. And uh, I'm going to leave you. Get started with your favorite beverage, whatever you need to do. Game starts today at 8 o'clock. And we will be back at some stage with a post-match press, uh, post-match, post-match podcast as well. And we hope to see you there. So thanks very much, everybody, for listening. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.